0: N-P-R. Okay, Waylon, talk to me. Describe how your body feels after a long day at your computer making this show.
1: Yeah, well, I have pretty bad posture. So at the end of the day, it's like my back hurts. I'm also very nearsighted. I wear corrective lenses, but it's like, you know, my eyes are blurry. I'm tired. you know.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, me too. We all feel this way. Like our screen filled lives are kind of draining us because I think this cycle of type tap collapse is actually a slow moving health crisis and a productivity problem for employers. Oh uh, well, you know
1: we love talking productivity and labor and workforce issues on the show all day long. Yes, yes, I do know that. This is the Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Whalen Wong, and today on the show, our special guest is Manush Zamoroti. Woohoo! Maneesh, you host NPR's TED Radio Hour, and you have a
0: new series coming out. I do. It is called Body Electric. It's a six-part investigation looking at how economic eras have shaped human anatomy, both in the past and right on up to what the information age is doing to us right now.
1: It's good, right, what it's doing? Good? No? Uh, no, uh, mm, oh. nah, mm. not so much. Okay. Okay. Well, coming up after the break, the relationship between our tech and anatomy, what's good, what's bad, and what we can do about it.
2: Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. Atlassian.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care.
1: All right. Manuja Morodi, Body Electric. First, let's talk about how work changes us physically. I
0: mean, this has been true throughout human history, right? Yes. Different economies have always put different demands on the human body. So lightning-fast history lesson here. Hunter-gatherers, they're lean, they're nimble for all the foraging and hunting and fishing that we did for hundreds of thousands of years. Then, about 12,000 years ago, the agricultural revolution happens. We are farming. We don't have to run around to find food. But there's still a ton of movement in our lives, even until 5,000 years ago when the chair was invented. Uh, shout out to the person who was like, We don't have to sit on the dirt anymore. <laughs> I know. It's so <laughs> weird to think of inventing a chair. But if you look at the literature, even in the early 1600s, Shakespeare, he's writing King Lear, and the word chair only pops up four times because people didn't really sit on them until the Industrial Revolution. Work gets more efficient. We start having this concept of leisure time sitting around. Uh, Fast forward a bit to the 1930s and you start to get white collar workers offices with lots of desks. And that's when people really start sitting for a living. And then, of course, you know what happens in the 70s and 80s, right? Oh, yeah, we get computers. Exactly. So computers start coming into offices, then into homes, and we all begin contorting ourselves into sitting all the time, looking at screens, fingers over a keyboard, And here we are. Over 90 percent of all jobs require digital skills and nearly 85 percent are sedentary.
1: Right. We've all heard that being sedentary is bad for us, but Mm -hmm. surely in today's world there are more worker protections, fewer workplace accidents, just like safer factories. I mean, is it really a less safe work environment today what we have?
0: No, no. What you're saying is absolutely true. But the threats were immediate, right? Losing a limb, inhaling dangerous chemicals. Today, what we have is a kind of slow-moving, long-term health crisis that is years in the making. All that on-demand hyper-efficiency that we have – is bad for us physically as individuals. And it's not great for employers and productivity either. In the last 20 years, the rate of young people with type 2 diabetes has doubled. It's predicted that by 2050, half the world's population will be nearsighted. Our bodies are adapting to all that screen time, which is going to get really expensive to treat on a grand scale. But also... It's not great for companies to have a workforce that generally feels crappy at the end of a screen-filled day. Not great, but we did
1: tell our listeners that we could do something about this problem. So,
0: Manouche, you talk to a researcher who has a simple solution. So Keith Diaz is an associate professor of behavioral medicine at Columbia University Medical Center, and he published a study in January that kind of went viral. Maybe you remember it. In his exercise lab, they found that five minutes of walking every half hour – during periods of prolonged sitting, like I'm doing right now, that can offset some of the most harmful effects. And so I actually went and participated in his study at the lab. So one day, Waylon, I sat on my butt and worked on my laptop for eight hours straight. Then I went back a week later and I took walking breaks every half hour. And the difference between those two days was kind of astonishing. Here's Keith giving me my stats.
3: So what we found is when you were taking those movement breaks every half hour, Across the whole day, your blood sugar levels were 42% lower.
0: 42%?
3: Yes. So we're talking like you almost cut your blood sugar levels in half.
0: And does that have any effect on mood, do you think, as well?
3: Absolutely. So for your, when you sat on day one all day, your mood just got progressively worse. There was more anxiety. You were reporting feeling like, more grouchy, more irritable. Um, the biggest driver of your change in mood was you reporting feeling way more fatigued. Yeah. And that's really interesting that you didn't see that when on the day that you were moving and taking those walking breaks. Your mood stayed the same from when you started to when you finished.
1: Manoush, this is, like, wild, the difference between these two days where you moved your body on one day and didn't move it on
0: the other day. I know, and my blood pressure went down by five points, too. Was it annoying
1: to have to get up every half an hour to do these five minutes?
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. It was. But on the whole, I had a much better day when I was moving. And Keith had the data to prove it.
3: Yeah. Despite, you know, that there were interruptions in your work, your reported ability to feel engaged in your work was 30 percent higher during the walking day then during the sitting day. And then your self-rated work quantity and work quality was 43% higher.
1: Well, you know, like this morning, for example, I got up and I went to my Pilates class and I felt very virtuous for doing that. Mm-hmm. Does that count? Like if I just do my Pilates class in the morning before I start work?
0: I'm so sorry to tell you this. No, it doesn't count because the key thing is that you need these little movement snacks. So like the standing desk doesn't count either. It's going to take a culture shift for us to start getting these little bits of movement into our day. And so Keith and I are inviting listeners to take part in a project to take his research at Columbia University to the next stage. We're doing a scientific study and we hope people will join to become part of the science to see if we can Reclaim the way we work. Here's how Keith puts it.
3: You know, we spend our time trying to convince the workforce and employers that you should allow your employees to take breaks to move. And it seems counterintuitive to them, like, no, I need them working. I need them productive. That actually a employee who's in a better mood, who's feeling less fatigued and feeling more energized is a more productive employee.
1: I think calling them movement snacks is really helpful because I really like snacks. (laughs) Uh, So so I'm in. (laughs) So I'm in. Uh, Maybe I'll walk five minutes to a place where I can get a snack. Um, I mean, that counts. Yes, that counts.
0: Yes, yes. Just anything. Like clean out the dishwasher. Just move your body so your blood gets pumping. That's it.
1: Maybe we'll all participate and it'll make the indicator even better because we'll have amazing concentration.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, you won't be alone. Thousands of people have already signed up. Go to NPR.org slash Body Electric if you think you might want to join, but you need to hurry because there's a deadline.
1: Yes, the deadline to join the study is Sunday, October 8th at 11.59 p.m. I'm assuming Eastern Time.
0: Yes, correct. And <laughs> okay. we will present all the findings in the finale of Body Electric in about six weeks. And you can get the whole series in the TED Radio Hour podcast feed. That's where I usually live. Thanks for coming on the show, Manouche. Oh, it's so fun.
1: Again, you can find Body Electric in the TED Radio Hour podcast feed. This episode was produced by Corey Bridges with engineering by Patrick Murray. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Our editor is Kate Cannon, and The Indicator is a production of NPR.
2: This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, hosts Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist, and Kathy Jones, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, along with their guests, analyze economic developments and bring context to conversations around stocks, fixed income, the economy, and more. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.